every time there are big portals like the one we just went through the energies linger so 777 it's a beautiful portal since that number seven is all about mystery mysticism and spirituality the 5d mystic and just a person who's their own functional adult so an integrated mind a restorative embodied self any human being who's compassionate beyond reason is in this sphere the more they are tapped into themselves as the cosmos if you will so the more you will have transcended your physical the more you will be consistently the self of you which is the piece of consciousness that you are you not me you so for me my name is maria nice to meet you and my journey has consistently evolved to be where i'm at right now online entrepreneurship i love being my own my my own uh boss even though <laughs> with online marketing it's true you're not your own boss when you have clients that is but in the sense of being able to organize my day-to-day -day in the way that feels optimal to my body and my mind also i invest only in aspects that are intriguing so online marketing i love it as well as content creation with the information to support personal development ascension and light workers are part of the mix and really the main category because people who are doing personal development in a very much uh traditional sense will simply put seek out the standard somatic sensory motor trauma expert those who are enjoying and enriched and engaging in holistic metaphysics esotericism they're going to be okay with our jibber jabber our pseudoscience that's why the naysayer gave us the naysayer gave us an important way to talk about self-help when it comes to 5d mysticism uh, we do not take offense to people who are more empirical uh, basically doing what they do now is it uh, fair and square for them to dismiss no but we don't actually care because they're dismissing based on their own uh, limitations not ours when a person is limited, they dismiss information because they think they know everything. So that's a limited consciousness. They, in fact, think that if you're an, an unlimited infinite, that you've lost your brain and that it's falling out. They're afraid of the unknown. It's very straightforward. They don't handle their right brain hemisphere at all. If they did and it was an integrated brain, they would have no issue with the jibber-jabber pseudoscience, okay? And I say issue because they get into their yellow and red. Really what it is is they get into transference. So that's, again, why a true 5D person who's a true Zen master is like, okay, with that lovely naysayer, it took me 15 minutes to get into my good brain stuff. So it took me a moment or two to get down regulated from the bit of agitation. It was there. I knew it because of making a very couple of mistakes i mean i'm not perfect in grammar at all but i made a couple of actual mistakes that i was like oh okay i was i was upset here i can tell because i used the wrong word in that sense when you know yourself again zen masters know themselves we don't have a question and so the stories akashic records the the part about our oversoul we don't have questions about our time so while the adaptive children who are to us, you know, I'm going to speak with my ventral vagal tone right now. 
and that way can practice bringing forth Shiva when Kali's around because uh, we will not be happy to encounter those who treat us like stupid people. We're okay with speaking to people who tell us that they think we're stupid because they're being honest with us. And we can say, I accept because I understand how your brain works and that my brain and your brain work differently and that we are misaligning, we are misattuning, we are misunderstanding each other. And it doesn't matter how yellow or red a person can get, as long as they're speaking to us, and they are, there are people that I've met throughout these past years, amazing, amazing males, by the way, I'm going to keep with that, because I have a story for you that I didn't get to share in the other one. Now, these amazing males, they are heterosexual men, and they are equally not yet in their complete capacity to be vulnerable by their own choosing. This is their own stuff, not mine. They are lovely with me and nice with me. And this is where that's because they're honest, which is what makes them nice. Doesn't matter if they're yellow or red. Doesn't matter if they're being in their assholeish mood. We all have moods. Some of us try to work on those consistently, but some people don't. It's okay. Again, we don't say to compulsive or adaptive children of any type, disciples or non, ah, let me point a finger and shame, blame, fault, revenge you and speak to you like you're a piece of shit because you did something that uh, is what? In your fight, fright or fight, flight and freeze? No, I'm not going to do that because you're already upset. And I will be smart enough to notice that because of your energy, which makes me Stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable, which makes me the Zen master of me with my integrated mind and restorative embodied self, which makes me the 5D mystic, a somatic empath and beyond, a functional adult with a love language that can stay within a ventral vagal nerve tone if I try hard enough. Sometimes I don't try hard. Sometimes I do. It's only hard for now because I haven't committed to the tone all the time, which I might do. I might not. We'll find out, won't we? So when with these lovely males who are themselves and able to accept their own mannerisms and straightforwardly spell it out and so spell out, I think it's stupid, I'm not interested, we appreciate honesty. doesn't matter how it comes to the face of us. Now when people manipulate, they gaslight, they ghost, we appreciate that they don't know what they're doing and really we don't appreciate anything. We see right through it, which is why none of it means anything except for one thing alone. You are being strategic in a way that is fear-based because a person who has the courage to be themselves would not use trauma safety behaviors of the mind of a two-year-old, five-year-old that is then moving with their teenage year and really they're doing stereotypes, generalizations and using the movies that will have taught how to be in these uh, ways or I'm going to give you the psychoeducation. It's the brain of a traumatized human being, attachment ruptures, trauma wounds. They, these are not adults. They're insecure emotionally speaking human beings who don't know their amygdala is alert 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 no they they think they're in complete power and control they're not of course they're ignoring their entire demeanor which is why they're ignored the, not my male friends i'm talking about those who are in this space of manipulation and gaslighting and they're trying to do and this is men women days all i've seen it all from all angles of life in all different shapes and forms 
lovers and not lovers, okay, we'll put it that way, and I was a teenager when I saw everything, as I got older, I didn't see anything different, I just saw what I, I saw what I saw, which allowed me to remember what I had forgotten, because, you know, once you get into clear land and your oversoul, you recognize the energetic imprint of those who belong to your oversoul, and to your journey, to your, your life, you the person, I'm not going to use other words, so you will recognize home when you meet it. And this is a very specific emotion that comes up for a 5D mystic, which is why 4D can go to hell and back, which they're already in anyways, because they're in torture in their own brain, as they think they're not because they're in vengeance. They, they actually are not in any good space. They're in structural dissociation. Uh, they're non-disciples who flaunt mantles around, think they're good, they're not good, they're not doing love, they're doing something horrible, shaming, blaming, faulting, and revenging, and they should go see a therapist so that maybe they can get out of that loop thinking and the vengeance is basically poisoning their body because the biochemistry of fear is where you are stressed out in your body. So, I mean, the reality is we won't say that to them, of course, because they don't come to us with their vengeance. They just spit it out online or with the other people who do drama land and watch movies and then surround themselves with consistent uh, vengeance and that's a very sad story by the way especially because they just think they're anointed for a couple of clairs that they got and it's like okay you really don't recognize your ego when you keep saying how special you are or how no everybody's special but some of us are more no no everybody is special and yours is no different and I can see you don't even notice your body otherwise you'd calm down and get out of that grandiose ego and vengeance or whatever is going on in there you try to figure it out calm your brain and get into clarity for a minute or two when I got out of that 15 minutes remember we had the episode I was like oh my gosh I have a great episode to do yay I can tell my lovely listeners hey look look Look, ventral vagal, but still, right here, I was quote-unquote blacked out because I made a fucking mistake, which is really a big deal to me because I was like, okay, I know because this thing, I know what it is, <laughs> and I didn't remember it at all, like with that other. So here's the funny, when you do know yourself and your objective, you don't bullshit yourself. You're like, okay, and you don't feel bad for being in different emotions, people. This is the part. There is no evil, not evil, this whole thing. I mean... As a kid, I was a little bit more in the black and white thinking because that's what kids do. That's what we, we get learned. We get taught black and white thinking because we get, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. And then if you have tunnel vision, <laughs> that's, long story short, we learn how to be grown-ups really well, uh, the ones with love cycles. The shame cycle once they get here. Again, compassion head on for those individuals, but see many of them liking to flaunt their shame cycles around and, you know, push each other around and it's not fun for us to watch, so... What I was trying to get to uh, is that when people are in states that are upsetting, they don't actually uh, know that we can tell that they're doing gaslighting, manipulation, uh, they're ghosting. And these words don't even mean. I laughed when I found out about this word ghosting <laughs> because <laughs> I have a couple of people. Oh, and I was like, they're not doing that. That's just silly. They just don't like to be online all the time, you know. And here's what safe haven, secure base people who are secure attachment with only secure connections. We don't need a person to say, hey, I'm here every day, every day, every day. We, we actually don't need that. If we do want every day, 
it's because of another reason. I, I raised my hand with my mother. I would call her every day when I was in college. And at a certain point, because she doesn't like being on the phone and she gets busy when she's working and she has tunnel vision too, so it's a distraction. Uh, she, she said, basically, okay, we don't all have time, Maria, to be on the phone all the time. So I was missing home when I was overseas. And so it is what it is, meaning I learned not to call every day, but this is where on the external, that looks like somebody who is um, seeking consistent thumbs up for those who might think of that as a thumbs up, thumbs down. For me, from within, it was more of missing home and so emotionally upset. And then also every day could be that last day. I actually am a person who every day of my life, I know it's potentially my last day. And as a kid growing up, I actually would tell people this. Uh, to this day, I just learned to accept that people don't know that every day could be your last day. So there are people who will have done things that, you know, to me it's, it's sad because I missed out. And it's not about it being something... Um, that you have to participate in. It's that it won't come again ever, ever again. Example, birthdays. I don't celebrate my birthday the day after. Even if I have to celebrate it alone, and I've done this because throughout the years of traveling, I've been alone on my birthday, I will light a candle and make my wish because that's the day of my birthday. That's when I was born. Some people think it's no big deal. They'll do it any day. No, that's the day that I was born. So when I miss people's birthday... Uh, it's something that I won't ever get. It's never going to come back. And, you know, at the end of the day, this is the now. So you don't sit and say, oh, I'm so sad and heartbroken about it. But there will be sadness on that knowledge. And it's something that won't ever be given to you. So it's gone, period. That's sad to us, especially when people create ruptures for no other reason except for egoic ones, uh, which is furthermore, again, inner child, adaptive child, and egoic is not a bad word. It's that a person doesn't recognize um, their own stuff. So we won't be making big deals out of nothing. In time, we learn how to allow those who don't take every day as gifted as such. That's the 5D mystic. We don't get angry. We only get sad, but we don't stay sad. It's in that moment, and then it's gone. That's what it means to actually have a flow with your emotions, inner growth mindset, and being adults. We don't shame ourselves for being sad about contemplating something in a specific way. So here's where, while other people, as I said, they don't actually have their awareness that every day could be their last. I'll use another example. Years of different number of loved ones that criticize their parents. And as a young person, I would share with these loved ones, you know, your parents won't be here forever. And they criticize, criticize, they're complaining about him. Then all of a sudden their parents go and now they're all up and in their, you know, crying about it. And, and to a person who's a 5D functional adult, so we're constants is what I'm trying to get to the Enlightenment Soul Age person will notice the discrepancy. This is a, this is a narrative discrepancy. This is a emo. Now, let me spell this one out. The psychoeducators only work with people who have shame cycles and haven't gotten out of them. They don't work with Zen masters. We don't need them. So if a Zen master is witnessing, so here, expanding consciousness witnesses 
people who say one thing in an emotion, they are not recognizing it, we see unconsciousness and we see inconsistency. And we will see it as it builds in the years because that's what a brain does of a person who's a constant consciousness. So I'm thinking of these groups of people that I know very well. They're part of my oversoul. So I've shared with them at the time these very thoughts that I'm telling you when these things took place and then they did what they do, which they're still doing, the ones that I have enough knowledge that they know me, I know them, so this is where we are secure connections. Nobody's going to get offended. The ones who I don't know, I don't, in fact, say anything to. I just notice their inconsistency and think of, wow, they're certainly not conscious of themselves yet and they're definitely not disciples of anyone because they're not doing personal development at all. They don't even notice that their emotion is over there, their actions are over there, their mouth is over here, they're doing bullshit stuff. What are you? And so this is where I go back to teenagers because that's what I noticed. I thought people would grow up. I was very much shocked when I figured out, no. And, and, and there are people that shocked me because I thought they were grown-ups. And that's just because they felt like home. And, you know, when you think you're home with grown-ups, when you think you have Zen masters and you realize that they're not, it's, you know, you need a minute or two to take it and organize it because 4D land don't talk to you like this. They talk to you like everybody is meant to be a part of your life and all this other stuff, which no, nobody's meant to be anything. They're all partly there, not there. It doesn't even matter, actually. These people that are not mystics, by the way, they don't live you like you live them if you're a mystic. So let's get that one straight. They don't live you at all in the same depth, not even remotely, zero. Put minus zero, minus 10, okay? Let's put it all in there. Just put it in the trash. Ignore the fact that you are a mystic and allow yourself to treat your relationships like a human being. Because if there's one thing, and in fact, you know, here's where I have to be thankful. Because I, I, I definitely, the first slap was like, fuck, you forgot about ego, Maria. Oh. I, I, you know, the, the brain was like, oh, shit, this is very important. You remember. And, and I was like, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. All the other slaps were really, you know, okay. Ah, okay. Okay. And it was really leading me to see 4D bullshit, 4D bullshit, 4D bullshit, 4D bullshit. It kept growing and growing. And with the 4D friends, oh, my gosh, let's not get started with those people. Because those people kept on making it where, let me shove you in my little box over here. Because now that I know I have Claire's, you need to be like me or I need to be like you. And it's like, yeah, get away from me. Because see, what a Zen master doesn't like is when people try to put us. Daniel Siegel gave the perfect description because it's a way the mind works of these people. And they're trying to mesh with you. It's like, don't mesh with me. Get away from me right now and use your own little story and stop being a whiner and stop being what, what is this? What are you doing? And again, we learn to shut up because we're recognizing these are all insecure, emotionally speaking people who don't know what they're doing. So we are like, let me be kind enough to just patiently figure out how to handle. Also, let me let me break a we know that we get to learn things. Thank you, Sadhguru. Where's my lovely Sadhguru? Let me remind 5D mystics of the journey of each other, which is where are you family? Family is a training ground to rise beyond likes and dislikes. So we will know that our family is this. And that's all these people that are trying to mesh because they're trying to do belonging and certainty and we're not. So on that note, just remember 
We all are like siblings and we can all get into Kali mode. Some of us just know how to shut it until we don't. And usually it's us expressing what is called, why don't you know how to be yourself and leave me out of your story? And that's because when people are driven by belonging or certainty, they actually need to feel that you accept them. And so here's the other part we learn. We can't tell them we accept you, but we don't think like you because apparently thinking not like them means we're not accepting them because they have the, I need to be seen, safe, soothed. And basically, if you don't tell me that I matter to you, then you're going to be telling me I don't. And there's a whole bunch of stories that we are like, okay. So luckily for Zen Masters, we learn how to handle all of these things. And I'm talking about those of you who build your relationships with repairs when we're misaligning and when people are meshing or trying, we learn how to use our grown-up tones and also to choose the right silence, which means I don't have to share my Kali mode with a person who doesn't know how to love themselves all by themselves and do their own life. I can understand what's going on. The psychoeducators share a lot of information on this transference, counter-transference, meshing and all that stuff. So Back to different stories that I've been sharing here and there. Um, let me get back to the amygdala and when people are in the uh, area of being not clear. So gaslighting, ghosting, manipulation, all this stuff doesn't mean anything to a 5D person because we see through it because we're a Zen master and that's it. If you're not here yet, that means you think that these words mean evil. It's not evil. It's defectiveness, shame, blame, fault, revenge cycles. Those are people who need a good somatic sensory motor trauma expert or somebody who can straightforwardly say, you know, I really enjoy whatever, but some, and the point is, if they're doing something like that, it means they're not actually available to be emotional with anyone. They're not even vulnerable with themselves because they haven't recognized that they're actual behavior is a trauma safety behavior so if they think of themselves as uh, cool for being in that space it means they follow the movies and they actually still believe in maliciousness being something that is effective quote unquote i mean they really just believe in evil i don't even know because see here's where the uh, hilarious part is that any person who fits within this bill is a person with a very shit show defectiveness cycle they will just think of themselves as shitty because of building a whole story for themselves and their Teflon brain continues to have them build upon the guilt and shame and it's a very sad story. As one of those psychologists, I forget his name, you're not your greatest mistake, not even if you're a murderer. We've read that one and a 5D person will know that. No human being is a greatest mistake at all. And when they ask sad guru questions, they can ask a 5D mystic questions. Uh, we will share. We do not agree with labeling people because, I mean, there's so many different ways this conversation can go. And it's not important, but if you know that we're a big fabric of energy, which is exactly where a 5D mystic would be, then again, you equating anything in this evil, not evil means you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know that hell is in the body of a person when they're in a shame, they're humiliated and miserable. They're vibing in a 20. When they're in guilt, they're in blame and there's evil there and it's 30. And really what it is, is they become, I'm going to point a finger, shame, blame, fault, revenge you. Here's your adaptive child. Let me prove that I'm right. 
let me make it that I try to control what you're doing, which is where the manipulation might come in, power and control, their narrative, again, discrepancy. This has nothing to do with the people who are complaining about their parents, by the way. We're back with when people are not thinking clearly and they're in safety behaviors, which they think are badass, which is not badass, because badass would mean that you have clarity of the mind, which you don't when you're in that zone. Oh, your tunnel vision is so closed in. You're not doing anything, by the way, because nobody's in a physical battle. There'll be little mind things that people do, which is why 4D, man, 4D spends a whole buttload of time, like I said to you before, oversold. Don't go thinking mystics about them. No, no, live them on the surface because they have none of the depth of perception that you have. Not even zero, minus, send it all out the window. And if they're 4D, mm, send it all out the window. They're completely distorted. Their entire story is distorted. Just, just let it go because you're going to not expand if you use 4D lingo and 4D way. That's what I'm trying to share with you. Treat people like humans. They have egos. You have an ego. That's it. Straightforward. Either they're functional adults. They know how to be vulnerable. If they don't, they don't. You don't need to be thinking. It's never a waste of time. We all learn. So back to we learn how to be in our ventral vagal state. But that's not the only thing. So you learn how to be the depths of your emotions with Krishna, Leela, Shiva, and Kali. You actually match more of a lot of things in your day-to-day. -day. It is yours to see. I've seen mine, for example. It's amazing. It's freaking awesome. It's awesome in a way that's more awesome because it's more loving. It's more, uh, what's the words? Okay, so when you have people that match who you are, the words match, okay? Even if the actions don't match, the words match. And that means that that's a step in a direction. The actions obviously speak louder than words, but that's the part about people making choices. And so here's where with the Akashic Records, when you can uncover your past, your past lives, I mean, it is positive from an energetic perspective for a 5D person because you recognize where there's a mismatch and you also recognize what you're used to. And so here's where for a person who's 5D and inclined to be in their enlightenment soul age group or at the very least connected to consciousness in this lifetime, so to be in sync with themselves, they are one, open and receptive to the energies and you can tell because a body that wants to expand will keep seeking to connect to itself. We are all part of consciousness. Now, even if a body, a person, will have had more lives in a specific dimension and energy, it does not matter in this lifetime. What matters is if they choose to move out of that. So let's say one has a fear of abandonment or rejection or has a loss or has a, um, what is it called, the other one, uh, we are unlovable, okay? Those are all the adaptive child things that the inner child is being protected from, stuff like that. So <clears throat> when people are open to the energy, they will be brought the oversoul, the family that gets them to make the choices of likes and dislikes, moving beyond them, though, to grow. 
Okay, so the 5D mystic is the one who's a love language at all times. We are the opportunity, not because we're better. Nobody's better than anyone. If you're a Zen master, you're able to share with disciples, non-disciples, and compulsive individuals the way to their own heart because you are a compassionate mirror. You're a somatic empath who does not meet any yellow or red, any fight, fright, fight, flight, or freeze, the shutdown. You don't meet emotional triggers with, I'm going to shame, blame, fault, revenge you. Okay? Hopefully that's clear enough. So your mind goes to what just happened? Are you okay? How can I help? What do we want to talk about? You are open to contingent communication with a safe and a secure tone it can be with Kali but basically home is always home so it's okay the dynamics get rowdy or whatever because that's how it is nobody that is 5d is uh, afraid of shouting by the way uh, just so you know uh, we're okay with loud people because otherwise you can't be your own Zen master it means you will not have handled yet confrontation in a manner of being able to be at ease with it now, when people get angry, we will have the, uh, let me move away, okay, that's normal. And when people get angry in that manner, we don't continue a conversation. So there's a difference, though, as I was trying to get to, when people respect you and they just have manners that are, quote-unquote, biologically rude and not, quote-unquote, but they're in their yellow or red. So when that happens, and the people, though, they know about it, as I was saying, those lovely male friends of mine that I'm thinking about, they have some ways they get passionate or a bit in there. They, they know it, they say it, and they accept it. And if they move into their higher self, because they have a beautiful potential, um, both of them, three of them, four or five, about a handful or ten of them, I'm thinking. Yeah, about ten. Throughout the years of my high school, college, all those lovely years of school, and then outside of that, also through friends and family and, and other situations. So those lovely, lovely individuals all can move into a version of themselves that doesn't do the anger, passion stuff. That's their choice if they want to have less interactions with people that are of that nature. If, on the other hand, they want to keep on being their self with that modality, so that's a not developed and matured emotional response, so they don't work with their right mode of the brain and say, left, let's work with our right, let's work with that brainstem. What does this mean? It means I try to catch myself and to calm myself in the moment. I try to get Shiva on board and get Kali down and bring in Krishna Lila. So it's always going to be only you to say it, it has value to me to speak to a person from my ventral vagal tone. That's pretty straightforward. And, and believe me, I get passionate all the time. There is a difference between reactive, even though it's minute, but as I said and used that example. So that's one story finished over there. And we'll get to the Akashic in a minute again, too. The other of people who are inconsistent and they don't see it. And this is a whole different group, but still, they're, they're pretty much, um, well, you know, here's the thing. Zen masters don't like excuses. And when people are not their vibrant energy and they're a low energy, but they literally will have built every day of their life on this 
we kind of see it, feel it. It's like, oh my gosh, like seriously, that they're playing the victims of life. And that's something that we don't like because they're blaming the external, shaming, blaming, faulting, revenging. And we have to be witnesses to their inconsistencies, which we could point out. We won't because we're not adaptive children and it's not our life. We're not here to tell people what state of consciousness to live. They live whatever they want. And we as the Enlightenment Soul Adri person, let me specify, in the 5D, obviously, because that's very specific as well. And it's because 5D is compassionate beyond a reason. So I need to make sure that we note this. There's other people who are Enlightenment voices from only the spirituality realm or only the 4D realm or only, you know, human science realm, stuff like that. So... <clears throat> To these handful, five to ten people, there are ways that when presenting, you remember that time? Well, no, that was different. So, long story short, when I shared my thoughts about them complaining and that you only have now, you won't live them again, they said, nah, with the actual complaining about it. Their emotion was, I'm complaining. I don't like them. I don't want them. Da, 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 da. And, and then the part about being so sad. So to a person who is a constant, that's an inconsistency. The psychoeducators, because they work with shame cycle people, again, this is defectiveness, unworthiness, insecurity. It's an inner critic, outer critic voice that then denies things through compulsive activities, sex, food, drugs, alcohol, video games, running all the time, doing things busy, 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 getting distracted with whatever it is that doesn't fuel your soul and withdrawing and doing it again. So we see that too. We see people throw their life away literally every day of our life, like every day of my life since I was a teenager. But again, as a teenager, I thought it was teenagers. Then I grew up, I was like, wait a minute, they're not, and it was really only because of certain dynamics that made it clear to me. And then also being able to be in social circumstances with new, because you need to have new people around you so that you can see. And because I'm actually in a very beautiful spot now, I can live people of all walks of life. I see teenagers all over the place. Oh, and none of them actually want to do personal development. Now, they do like Reiki sessions. They like Akashic Record readings. They like tarot readings. Oh, they come for consultation all the time. They don't actually want to commit to the personal development journey. The ones who think they're committed, they actually spit vengeance towards their loved ones. And, and that's where it's like, oh, okay, that is not you doing inner growth. You're still in that right now outer critic. And that is your teenager. And you're in fight mode. And you are not in any way, shape, or form connected to consciousness with a clear uh, vessel. Your psyche is distorted. You're distorting everything, and you're in 4D land, and you don't even realize it, and I won't be trying to let you in on that because spiritual bypass is what that is, and now that all people think they're anointed if they have a little bit of clairs, and even the ones who have clairs, who ah, point the finger when somebody was very interestingly with their other people in their, you know, group of extremists uh, and not extremists in a way that needs any security, extremists in any 4D natural normal way, actually. Oh, everybody is ruining the energy sphere. Uh, that's not how it works. It's that 5D is where we're at and there are a group of people who have a way of being tapped into this sphere and they don't have secure egos. 
So their siphoning of energy is their own uh, mismatch of attach, cry, collapse, submit, please appease. Those are safety behaviors of the nervous system in addition to fight, flight, freeze, fawn, which are all engaged because none of these individuals, if you're not in 5D, you're not maintaining ventral vagal. This is what I'm trying to make clear. Nobody's a functional adult if you can't handle and stay always in a space of love. Now, again, psychoeducators, they treat people who need them. I'm talking to people who will want to be their own Zen master. So my conversations are very different. And if you can't be your own Zen master, it's okay. There's plenty of somatic sensory mode and trauma experts that can actually help. A very important thing, it's very important for me to note this. As the lovely neuroscience lady says, trauma, she says the brain keeps the score and your body, the score count. Bezel, he says your body keeps the score. In all cases, your mind and your body, they are with unresolved trauma. And that's a very important thing. Your window of tolerance is very important. If you want to get better in life and if you want to get out of human suffering, I have plenty of names that I can send you to. Don't get pissy with the Enlightenment so agey person for pink tainted glasses. Thank you very much. This is what I'm trying to get to right now. Because I'm tired of hearing people say life is shitty. People are shit. Go get help and, and then watch your world change. And for the ones who think that people can't get help, I offer my services for free if people want. You know how many, again, don't take note of doing the actual stuff of booming into compassion because, oh, I'm sorry, compassion is stupid again. So let's make it clear. You are feeling how you're feeling for very important reasons. And if you want, stop blaming life for it or your parents who didn't also choose to get unresolved trauma or our ancestors. Or again, there is no evil. There's a shame cycle that perpetuates. And that's why hell is in earth. It's not because hell is earth. It's those people who live in hell. They don't dissolve their shame cycle. And they can dissolve it. People that are not open to dissolving shame, so they don't choose to love themselves. Well, let's just put it this way. It's heartbreakingly painful, and that's all it is. And even if thinking remotely for a second that evil can be, and that <laughs> this thing that doesn't exist, it's really just heartbreaking because that's exactly what shame is heartbreak, gut wrench, and torn apart. The difference is when a person feels this and they feel defective in their brain, they think they're defective and then they want to turn to unconditionally loving people and say, ah, now the fact that you love me makes you defective and evil and let me go down a path of trying to prove it to myself so that I may lie to myself some more. That's a shit show is all I'm going to say, especially when that illusion is broken. So here, when the illusion of home is broken for a 5D person, we're like, wow. Like with the song, you only hurt the ones you love. The same way the song, I analyzed it as a teenager. Well, who better to teach you how to handle different types of people? And thank you to the somatic sensory mode and trauma experts. Every person who gets into their yellow or red is an insecure human being who I have compassion for and I don't have to hang around but I won't cut them out of my life just because they're doing a little gaslighting, ghosting, manipulation because they don't know how to handle their actual emotions. So the people who are inconsistent and sob stories, we actually don't do much because, again, they're really uh, not energetic at all and they live a life of, if only I could have, if only... Uh, there's a way Eric Fromm describes these people. They reminisce. That's a, it's like a type of person. I've seen their energy. It's completely... 
that's, yeah, we won't go down that path because they're even, I don't even know which one, 4D with their little vengeance or these people that have no energy except for to live in the regret of the past of what they could have done, didn't do, and blah, 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 blah. So their dreams actually sit in this land. It's not even a vibrant land because, of course, as you sit in your mind, which is what people who avoid to take their life into their own hands. So again, avoidance is natural for insecure attachment style people. They don't know how to inner nurture their own desires. They don't follow their heart. They don't say, oh, you know what? I love music. I'm going to go do more music. You know what? I love using my hand. I'm going to go do more. Oh, it's, but it's so tiresome. Well, let me check my diet. Let me check if I'm eating. Am I do okay, let me get sleep. Let me do that. And then every day I'm going to use my 24 hours because that's all I have. That's the power of now and the power of being your own Zen master. A 5D, whether mystic or not, <clears throat> a functional adult, integrated mind, restorative embodied self. The Zen master is from the Zen tradition story and an individual who does have their own safe haven, secure base in mind, which means you're a secure attachment person and you do know the difference between those who do know how to be here and those who don't. And on that note, when we're handling our loved ones, again, uh, they're all loved ones and masters, uh, disciples, non-disciples, compulsive. We will use the best of our ability to just be ourselves and the same with them. They get to be themselves. We'll have authentic, transparent, vulnerable conversations. Now, for those who don't know how to be there, we don't try to make them be anywhere. But we don't lie to them either. And that's why there can be misalignments that take place and misattunements and therefore moments of disruption that people who care about maintaining the relationship because it's a value to both and or more will continue to do that. This is the choice of two or more people. And with our oversoul, that's exactly why twin flame soulmates, nobody, whether they're home or not, has to stick around. And when our home decides not to stick around, it's okay. We learn the functional adult, the 5D person, knows it's okay. Because we know not about perfect timing. It's a bullshit word. And it actually is something that keeps only those who stay within uh, their 4D spectrum and other soul age groups in a space. Okay? So... I want to specify adult land is a land where we don't have sensitive egos. We have compassionate egos. This means there's an understanding every human is whatever they are, and if they have not resolved their trauma, they're not going to be able to be loving, period. You get to choose if you're going to be loving or not, period, again. 5D, very straightforward what we choose. We've chosen it. And if you moved out of a shame cycle, you're choosing it. So it's called contingent communication always with our loved ones from a heart that is fiercely loving, which means it doesn't matter if it feels embarrassing or fearful or whatever, we do it. And on that note, we build only secure connections and we do not actually seek to attach to anyone particularly because you'd have to find Zen masters and Zen masters don't attach to each other because we're all, again, our own safe havens and secure bases. What does this mean is that we don't need thumbs up, thumbs down. And the Kali mode does come up a bunch for certain aspects uh, when it comes to dealing with people who are adaptive children because their manners are not uh, in a space of 
compassion, uh, or respect. They will be in uh, inflated egos or deflated egos, and we don't care whether they're inflated or deflated because we are going to be treating a piece of consciousness that's in front of us as that, as a person. And that means you have an ego and I have one, and I know how to navigate egos because I got one too. And those personalities are not something that we're like, oh my God, you're your greatest mistake. Nobody's a mistake. They all choose with their own free will or not free will, doesn't matter. Again, whatever happens, happens. What the Zen master is, again, is a person who has their mental, emotional, physical plane right here in my hand. We're not reactive. And if we are, we know how to say, I'm so sorry, I was reactive. I got emotional. We will not feel shame about it the same way we won't feel shame about saying, uh, no, I don't want to do this. But you have to. No, I don't have to. But you're part of, I don't care. But you're being selfish. I don't care again. And those who are in different spots will say, oh, but that's selfish. Uh, yes, again, I, I said no. Uh, how many different ways do you want me to repeat no? Uh, do you, I can explain to you why. And, you know, unless it's, if it's life-threatening, of course we will. Uh, take the moment if we can, and usually, you know, we'll make them, if it's actually physically life-threatening, we're going to try and make the moment for sure, because that's where your instinctive reaction to save the people you love, uh, but none of us find ourselves in that situation, which is the fact. Most of the time, it's something emotional or mental, and it isn't a priority. Now, it's a priority for some people, which is why we learn how to use our love language as functional adults to say, I'm sorry, I was not able to be there and I won't be able to be there like with my attachment style friend where, again, we had throughout our years of relationship until their adaptive child unconsciously in structural dissociation took ownership. Ah, you're tactical. You're strategic. I can't do this because I suffer and your modality of communication doesn't satisfy me. So I'm going to cut you out. They took control. They stood up for themselves. And that's how you integrate, if you will, and uncharge. Because it's unconscious, though, there's no growth for the person. It's a natural uh, recalibration. And in fact, when they came back around, because a functional adult doesn't cut people out of their life, because again, we actually do know what it means to be hurt. And doing from reaction of hurt, again, we just say we're sorry and actually mean it. And then we try to work with what we're given to meet people in the middle. And if we can't, we'll say, like with my attachment style friend, when I said, I can't meet what you want. And they said, no, 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 but, and I know I can't meet what you want physically. I cannot. And I recalibrated. Then we came back together and then they did this. And so there you go. They took their control, which is what the adaptive children need to then have their inner child fragmented part be healed. But really what it is, is that I'm not being in the parental seat so i'm not a friend that needs to be their attachment figure they've disengaged from that i'm a secure connection and so now there's a recalibration because they took their power which is why there's no perfect timing and all this bullshit it's people people choose if they matter to you or whatever and when people choose that you don't matter to them they will make it clear to you that you don't matter to them and when that happens, even if it's home, it's not going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to force you to make me matter. And no, you just told me I don't matter. It's OK. I'll, I'll grow up. I'll be fine. I'm breathing, aren't I? It's a sad story because, again, 
the functional adults, we're consciously committed to our relationships. We don't, uh, on a whim, have sex with people. We don't, on a whim, say, let's get into, you know, some type of relationship. We don't do anything on a whim. We consciously contemplate, do I have time? Do I have interest? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, cool. And then we actually can make all of our relationships work. A Zen master is a master for a reason. So again, when somebody is not interested, they can be Zen master, adaptive child, doesn't matter what role they are in in their own life. The data point will be clearly taken, noted, and followed through with easily because we're not needing to say goodbye. That's where those who say goodbye from the Rumi quote, they know separation. A 5D person in the Enlightenment, so a true, we're with one consciousness. We don't say goodbye. We love from heart and soul. It's not because we're not wanted that we cease to love our loved ones. That's not how it works. Love is not turned on by the other person. It's our own body that says, ah, this feels good. I'm interested. I care. Our brain works differently, the integrated one. The differentiated self, and it's not different. It's just optimized. I should specify. We're in our mammalian heritage. And so, again, when my adoptive child friend, for example, came back around, that other friend of mine that we had, our little situation, it's always beautiful. And I have pretty much all of my oversoul is a secure connection, independently from whether I'm someone they want and some don't want me. So they made that clear, and, and that's where I accepted it as it was made clear in the years. And it's something that we've discussed many times again and again. And so on that note, before we end out, with this person, I mentioned another story, I believe, of this man being interviewed, uh, and I wanted to share a tidbit on that, since people and their relationships, when you move into being your own Zen master, this means that you are your own safe haven, secure base, so you do not attach to people, male, female, base, doesn't matter. Uh, It's uh, not gender specific, also your orientation, so any of that. I'm polyamorous, a solo poly, and heterosexual, for example. So for me, it's uh, interested in men romantically, platonically, the unconditional love, being also an intuitive. This is the part of recognizing the energetic imprint of those who are part of my journey. So 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group has no questions about who's in their journey. We already know. Some people call it tunnel vision. We call it I know myself. Thank you for minding your own business. And that's it. So... Long story short, when uh, we encounter that energetic imprint, we trust our own gut because we're our own safe haven, secure base. Again, we know what we like. We know how we think. We know what we, we, everything. And we'll speak it very clearly. This is who I am. This is what I am. All of it. The mysticism has never been an area that I've hidden, especially from people who are my partners. And not because we do things. Solo poly is I'm my primary partner. They're additional. And there's also a whole relationship anarchy. And yeah, no titles, please. That's diminutive to say the least. As well as uh, to me, it's insulting to these individuals who I've had many different lives with. And very fascinating to share that with some of them. The ones who are open and receptive to this. Others are not in any way, shape or form. They're not 
in the mysticism realm. They don't believe in Reiki, reconnective healing. They don't believe in, uh, what is it, Akashic record readings, <laughs> tarot cards. All of it is bullshit. So uh, it's very much something clarified. And we love having exchanges, the crystals, nothing about, you know, they don't believe in crystals and whatnot. So they're just rock. And uh, it is something enriching for me to have exchanges sometimes other times uh it's just cute and for them i'm sure it's the same sometimes it's cute sometimes it's stupid sometimes it's uh none of that but what i'm trying to get at is a person who's a 5dc in the enlightenment soul age group doesn't have a shame of their mysticism and it's okay for people to call us whack jobs not whack jobs it's not a big deal because we get it um the part that i'm trying to get to this person who does this interview with this woman specifies the objectification of sex for men and makes a blanket statement, although he says not every, but the majority. It's only a physical pleasure. Huh. <laughs> and here's where uh, I was like, okay. And the woman who was interviewing him was saying, okay, so how can a woman who is doing their due diligence, so these people are all studying each other, which is, uh, ha, again, because that's completely not flowing in any way, shape, or form, uh, it feels a lot like a movie with science and, I don't know, like a list of rules that makes all of that very unattractive formalities and this type of stuff. Yeah, that is not a relationship, no. Not for the Enlightenment Soul Age Group person because when you're your Zen master and you handle your emotions and your thoughts very easily, the fact that somebody is in a rock body that doesn't know how to be their fierce, loving heart. Mm. In fact, this is the part. We will immediately begin to tend to be aware of the fragmented parts of every person that we will meet in our lives. But our first interaction with them, this is only for my Enlightenment Soul Age Group mystics, we will see their... Ah, it's so amazing. We'll see their potential... Every time I think of all of my loved ones, infinite potential, I feel their energy vibing in enlightenment. Oh my gosh, it's, it's, this is what inspires me to inspire you. But you are the one who can be motivated alone to be yourself and from your own heart. I can't do that for you. It's always broken my heart. I can't help people to choose themselves. It's so sad. Oh, all these people, every single one, I'm 43, I've met so many people. I don't see any Zen masters. <laughs> I don't see any of them yet. I see the ones who are learning. I see them peeking their head out. Oh, but it's so uh, slow. It's like a snail. It's so slow. Because of this defectiveness shame cycle that they perpetuate on their own by pointing fingers at each other, shame, blame, fault, revenge games. It's not a game, man. We watch from afar because we don't want to be there. And it's not because they're vampires of energy or dark auras. It's because it, every time we have to compare what we know they can be to what they are, and it's not because we want to. It's in our bones. Like We'll be able to remember the flavor, if you will, of that energy of their higher potential. It's a specific energetic imprint. And it gives you a, a visual. So you see and you are like mesmerized by the beauty and then as you get to know their quirks and their stuff you understand their choices and you get to know their younger version it's not their two three-year-old version with the adults they're not their krishna lila shiva or kali they're not their infinite higher human consciousness 
because they don't tap into it. If you don't get your mind to integration, you don't tap into it. But let me leave that alone. So this man who's saying this, I'm thinking, what the hell? This is just so wrong. And then this woman who's saying this, I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'm like, okay, well, take a step back because those people, they want to attach to figures that are their replacement parental figures. They want that emotional sense of security. Give me a thumbs up that I'm doing a good job. Give me meaning to life. Give myself meaning. And that way I will live a life that is meaningful. Those who want certainty, give myself security and I will have a life that I feel safe in. Remember, drives are different. Okay? If a person chooses their self with compassion for themselves and others, and so it's with a drive of self-agency with your entire community around, you're not going to treat man, woman, they anyone like a physical object. You would not even remotely contemplate that. And so these stereotypes only work for the people who are not yet their grown-up version. And that's okay. They can go do. In fact, there's plenty of people that follow these individuals. That interview, I forget how many views it got. So for the 5D mystic and anybody who's actually a functional adult and potentially in your enlightenment soul age group, our oversoul, we don't, we don't do this shit. So, we don't engage in sexual activity compulsively. We do it consciously. We don't engage in relationships compulsively. And we don't engage in them so that they have to be something that they don't want to be. They can be whatever they want. We're going to be there to support each other. My oversoul all have my support. They also have authentic, vulnerable, ventral vagal nose when I don't want to do something. And I don't care what they think. Or feel, if you will. I will say, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't mean to hurt your feelings. Here's what I believe, though. Do you want me to lie to you? I, I don't want to lie to you. I don't like lying. I'm being honest. So if you want lies, you can go elsewhere because it's something that I'm not going to budge on. And while other people don't get this space, because what happens is when the ones who are your family, again, they are what help you to go beyond likes and dislikes. So it is about you learning to be the Zen master of you and leaving others to be their own journey. It's not you distancing. I've not distanced people from me. One human being, and they're my friend again. And it was because they disrespected me in a way, or our friendship, I should say, not me. But here's the part I actually learned. So love cycles, we always expand to more. Every year we expand to more of ourselves because we learn, because we grow, because we don't have a brain that is inner critic, outer critic, and we don't deny our emotions by doing compulsive activities, sex, drugs, alcohol, workaholism, any of it. We will be tunnel focused, but it's in a way of every 24 hours, I'm going to make the best of today. Even without said guru, all of the things he says, I was a kid and I was applying them. I'm an adult. I'm still applying them. So we don't engage in relationship with formalities, with pretending, with strategy, none of it. We're committed because our heart is a part of the journey. And in fact, we don't know separation because if our heart is there, it wasn't there because we made it up. It's there because it's there. Because that's your ventral vagal tone. When you're home, it's all of humanity, but of course the immediate home are the people you engage in life with. And so when people love each other and they're interested in each other and can be safe haven, secure bases together, there you go. 
Now, the people who are open to our mysticism, I love those people because I get to be all of me, and they actually have fun with the stories and the Akashic record readings and all that good stuff. Not the 4D. The 4D, I limit my uh, shares because uh, they are living in the energy of evil, not evil, and they think that they're, you know, they're spiritual bypassing, and I'm not going to support their structural dissociation. So I try to bring to them somatic, sensory motor, and trauma information so that they, and neuroscience so that they can have some food for thought as they move forward in their life. The statement of this person, though, in case any human being tuning in here today is interested in what he says and what he advises when the lady says, what about the women that do due diligence? How are they supposed to know that a man's just going to go and use basically... What he was saying is if you're a five or a six and the man wants a 10, he'll know when he meets a 10, but in the meantime, he'll use his time with a five or six. It's unfortunate. It's true. There are people that will have used you. I feel that's usage. I actually uh, did not want to believe this to be true for people who say they love you because, you know, if you love me, then you don't use me not an object to be used. And the way this man presents sex is basically that men do do stuff like that, and it's true. They will actually simply put, use the situation so that they may uh, have intercourse, get their sexual arousal out there. There you go. They've done nothing. Uh, in fact, it's not anything except for an activity at that point. And what I can say is you don't need to do due diligence because there's not going to be due diligence. Either you learn that there are people like that or not. You can choose. Unfortunately, like I said, until the stereotypes keep moving with the men who think that that's something that you can do and it's okay. You know, this guy was basically saying this is how we work. And I'm thinking, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I do not in any way, shape, or form, support you right now. And all men, if they are doing, which this is the sad part, all my male friends, all of them, which I take steps back as a woman and will say, this is exactly why I have no interest in uh, men in general, because they can lie to you like that. Oh, yeah, I love you, but uh, you know what? I'm not interested in anything long-term. Let me tell you after I've fucked you so that I'm, mm, I don't know, clear with my conscience? No, you're not. You actually aren't, especially if men know that women are interested in building. I would say that that's quite something unfortunate that should be addressed immediately, which is if all you want to do is fuck around, then basically state it because that's something easy to do. I only want to have non-involved physical activity with all people, may they be friends or strangers or whoever it is, I am not interested in building. Men don't know how to be straight about it. Women, um, we actually are straight about it. And the sad part is that some of these men, they actually pretend. So here's where, uh, again, the same interview, the woman's presenting to them that this one woman has a 90-day rule. And this one dude did everything he had to do to stay within 90 days because he was curious. This other guy is saying, yes. Some men, they're just curious. They want to fuck you so that they can actually engage because they're visual. So he's justifying, again, objectification. And this is something that is being supported by these two individuals because they're talking about it like it's normal. 
And I'm thinking this is fucked up big time. <laughs> I, I disagree with both of you human beings and what you're speaking about. So here, here's the part of what it means when you actually understand a human being is not an object and that is bullshit right there. And it's only allowed because of stereotypes. Well, let me let you in. And the whole 90 day rule is bullshit because you're lying to yourself. As the man also pointed out that women will have noticing of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, if people decided to care about each other and just be grown-ups and state what you want, but they have to decide with themselves first what they want because they ignore that they have an attachment system. So for men, they say they are interested in physical whatever. I'm a little bit skeptical, but I'm not a man physically and I don't identify with these stereotypes to the extent and I don't have enough studies in my portfolio brain right now. Let me finish with what. So she says this woman has a 90-day thing, and this dude did the 90-day thing and got in her pants and then left. Oh, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. Okay, all I have to say is all of that, completely, this, just everything humanly speaking, it's not optimal human beings. These are people who are children who have grown up and think it's cool because they keep watching movies and keep perpetuating stereotypes. Well, guess what? Uh, some people will not claim that that is anything evil. No, this is something that is adaptive child behavior. It is not being genuine with each other. It is not being authentic. And it is not something that should be talked about like it's normal because men come from Mars and women come from Venus. I don't give shits of what people want to think about the brain. It's how about you speak and understand that you have in front of you what is a human being. You ask them what they want, they ask you what you want, and you make a decision. Now, the only people who can make a constant decision are the same people who are only going to be Zen masters. Everybody else is looking for each other's approval, and that's where the unfortunate part is teenagers watch a buttload of stereotype movies. And so, whether that continues or not, of course, Here's the deal of the limitations of those of us who are in these and mastery of ourselves. People will make choices. And what we get to learn from our oversoul is how to be as straightforward as it gets. We don't do one night stands for those who don't. And those who do will say we do one night stands. Very straightforward. The first time you meet each other before you even engage in anything. Because if you respect each other, that's actually the way you do things. Especially if there's uh, you know, people knowing each other. This 90-day rule thing and the guy, what he did, it's, it's appalling. It's disrespectful and it's not nice and he shouldn't have. That's where same thing goes with though uh, a woman thinking that she can um, basically make sure she gets the right person. You're either going to trust that you do or you don't. Uh, it's sad for me to see all of that because honestly, there, there's just an inability as Janina, no, Julianne, as Julianne presents... When she's working actually with couples who are trying to improve their relationship, all of these people, all these psychoeducators, they keep telling you the same thing. All people are non-disciples. None of them want to be vulnerable. They're all scared to open their heart. Do you know how sad this is? That people follow movies and stuff like this and they don't know what it's like to actually be in a safe haven body with a secure base body, which means you think of what you like, what you don't like. You actually just spell out your, it's, it's not being anything remotely of uh, what people use as the word of, well, besides pink tainted glasses and rainbows, childlike. We all have this child. It's called Krishna Lila if you actually embark on it. 
And it's the most amazing journey for a human being. It's tapping into you as the adult version of you. And it's more than just enlightenment from spirituality. And it's more than just the human science where a person who has a shame cycle, when they work with a psychoeducator, you know, this is where it's great. And it's more than just the shaman people, because this is where I'm telling you, being a human is very easy. It's that individuals don't choose as teenagers to be vulnerable, which is normal because they're insecure. Then we have people who have insecure attachment styles and ruptures and all these other new pieces of information that we have, and people aren't even using it well. So people are in human suffering because they keep on being in their temporal junction, not their prefrontal cortex. They don't learn how to be mindful and do yoga so they can grow inside. They just do it so they can say, I do yoga and I'm a spiritual person and I'm going to go and point a finger at you and say, you're a piece of shit who doesn't know what you're doing in life. That's even worse when we see that. When I see spiritual people not supporting their loved ones, mm, this is a place. Oh, we do not like seeing that. And we will do what we can, again, to be a lifeline. So when people are open and receptive, this is where it's beautiful because we will know, and you know how we know. So I'll leave you with uh, the man who has this interview with this woman. He didn't say anything that is new to those of you who are smart. 5D Enlightenment Soul Age Group people, it's a sad story, I know, but as long as we got other Soul Age Groups, they're going to keep listening to those people. It's not your life. Leave people to that. The stereotypes and whatever not, it's not going to make a difference except for those people who want to be in that realm. For us, uh, you learn how to be straight and just blunt. And as long as you do that with a tone that is our ventral vagal, doesn't matter what they do, meaning a reaction will always be a reaction. The ones who are open to growth will know the truth. So this means they will know it's not you trying to have power control over anyone or anything They know that you're genuinely a person who's committed. And that's because your heart says so and your actions and your words and your every day. So 24 hours is what you have. People who are open to their own self, they choose to grow up. They choose to become more. They choose to work with their interests, their desires, their everything. They also choose to be vulnerable. So what Julianne says is that most Couples don't want to be vulnerable. So they want to grow an ability to communicate to each other, but they don't want to do it from the heart of being afraid of being rejected. And they don't, in fact, understand that vulnerability means taking a risk, which means open heart, and that's fierce love. And actually, that's love because you're in your ventral vagal state. You choose to engage in the absence of what those who are adoptive children do, oh, I'm going to manipulate or I'm being manipulated. Oh, I don't trust you. They do all this little teenage drama stuff again and again and again, or like this, this shit show of these people who are interviewed and followed by gazillion million people who actually think that that's in any way, shape or form, something to be accepted between people. It is completely unacceptable. Because the optimal version of human beings is something accessible. Thank you, somatic experts, trauma experts, and all the human neuroscience experts who are spelling out how enlightenment is achievable, how every one of these things that we talk about, and the mystics, the only reason we have a little bit of more in-depth knowledge is because we're able to tap into those infinite potential future stuff of people 
And so every year, you know this, because every year we've gone through some different type of this energy. And as always, it's a lot of people who don't get it together. Okay, so people who get it together, what they do is they learn. You can't actually have anything set up when it comes to your relationships. Twin flames, soulmates, your oversoul. Your family, which is what your oversoul is, immediate and extended, is the opportunity for you to go beyond your likes and dislikes. It is for you to transcend the cyclical patterns of your body. And that's your mind with this predictions of the body and the body with the unresolved trauma and the charge states, all that, okay, that we talk about. So you moving into integrated mind and restorative embodied self. Uh, and this means you learning how to use your words and your heart. And no, it is about you just either choose to love and trust and so be in your ventral vagal and your green or not. When you handle yellow and red, you remember they can't be in green. And doesn't matter what they are, disciples, non-disciples, the compulsive, they are not the Zen master of themselves. So stop equating them to they can, they can't, they're in shame, they're in hell right now, okay? Their body, whatever it is, whatever they're masking it, doesn't matter. Their body is not in a social engagement state and they're not engaging with you authentically. They're engaging with a traumatized safety behavior, so... They're trying to maintain power and control. They don't feel safe. They don't have esteem of you or of themselves for that matter. Otherwise, they would behave differently. They do not have the desire to be intimate in any way, shape, or form. Their brain is in alert, 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 danger. And in their temporal junction, their body is in a flight, fright, fight, freeze, whatever it is, they're not actually safe with you, period. Their insecure attachment ruptures, all of it is up. Their structural dissociation. So the minute you're encountering those who cannot, you are in green. And you're choosing love if you're 5D, if you're in the enlightenment. So age group, easy peasy. If you're not, you might contemplate. That's where you're at. Uh, contemplate what you will. But the words that you want to come out of your mouth shall be in compassion if you're choosing to be 5D. Because that's the plane of an integrated mind that's doing mind sight mindfulness and is aware that we're not attuning we're not aligning we're having some miscommunication right now there are some narrative discrepancies here there's things you've said and done that don't match up i'm gonna let you in on it okay and we're gonna see where this takes us and we're gonna continue to achieve a middle ground because that's neutrality and duality so you get out of that dynamic because you're bringing harmony because you're bringing a new sweet spot no matter how it goes down you don't create a rupture or splinter because you don't cancel unfriend block do all that stuff that's for the adaptive children to do because they are not yet safe in their own bodies or minds so they don't trust their own people they don't trust anything that's why they're strategic. That's why they don't see their narrative discrepancies. That's why they don't see structural dissociation. They don't see their emotional stuff. They don't see it. They don't want to see it. Like this dude and this lady and what they're talking about. All these people that perpetuate this type of stereotype. No person is seeing clearly what this is. It's people who don't know their ability to say, here is what I want if I'm going to engage in sex with you it's a long-term thing or not 
Sometimes that's not going to happen though. So when that doesn't happen, let's say you end up finding yourself 90 days or not in a situation where you have been basically used because a person will eventually come out with it or somehow you'll figure it out because right, this is where they'll make it clear that you're nothing. The minute it happens, you're not going to do, if you're a functional adult, let me shame, blame, fault, revenge you. No, it's going to be okay. It's clear now. Things are clear. I got it. Thank you. Very great to know. That's all I needed to know. And you're done with the inconsistent stuff because it's clear. That's all. Objectification, women, men, theys, they all do it. Some people talk about sex like an activity. They're okay with that. That's their game, not, not the ones of us who live from our heart. We don't do stuff like that because uh, we actually have a very specific relationship with our body and our mind. And again, it's, it's also the sphere of energy for my mystics. So there's a way of knowing that when we come into contact that way, we will, uh, what's the word someone was telling me, imprinting. So there's, there is a connecting, which is, is uh, very important because a part of you becomes a part of me and a part of me becomes a part of you. Now we are bonded even further. And so it's important, not because it's sacred in some way of religion. No, it has nothing to do with religion. We don't do anything, the conscious person in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, without thinking it through. And so our commitment is forever, not just temporary. It means our investment is in a real deal. So me being a part of you and you being a part of me means that I'm committed to areas that are going to be important. So it's something we give sex a value. We don't objectify it. The people who objectify it, in fact, this is where when you look at the shame continuum, one of the words is about objectification. And that's where compulsive activity is sex, drugs, alcohol, food, which is why we just don't get involved in anything that is temporary. It's not something that is a good use of our time. We're here to make a difference, not to waste the time that we have. Being treated as an object is part of the shame continuum. Something wrong with me, exile, can't do it right, banishment, exposed, humiliated, rejected, frozen, disrespected, powerless, lazy, flawed, procrastinate, Stuck, judged, stupid, inner critic, anxious, invisible, concerned, self-conscious, uncomfortable, shy. So when this man said there are men who use just basically that actually, excuse me, sex is a physical thing, that's it. And that they know they're 10 and they will easily keep their 10, but that sex is just a physical thing. I'm like, okay, well, they obviously didn't learn about how not to objectify people and they obviously don't care about changing that men from Mars bullshit. Anyone? So... As long as uh, those lovely people who call themselves men keep thinking that that's okay to do, mm, yeah, whatever. For women who are heterosexual and anyone in general with sex overall, when it comes to being a functional adult, once you understood that you are an object, it's okay. Cool. Now that we know the data point, we know what to do with those who treat us like objects, which is knowing that we're an object. It's very straightforward. That's all. We don't have to do anything else with it. Now, some people who are adaptive children say you have to shame them. No, no. I'm just going to make clear to people around me better the next time around how I'm not an object. And again, this is where I'm using different examples. It's a very important topic for me personally because I don't 
agree in any way, shape, or form. I've never agreed with gender stereotypes. I believe they perpetuate limited human consciousness and, in fact, teenage behavior in adults. And when I see the movies, it makes me sick to my stomach, honestly. But no, not really. It just makes me sad for humanity because so many people are actually still saying to me, as adults who say they're intellectually savvy somehow, mm, the same things, men, women, days, all of them. Except for, thank goodness, for those 5D educators. They, they, they know how to explain things with the machines and the truth. So in the future, I'm most certain, thanks to what I have been learning about what it means to have your inner well-being in mind, that those who become their Zen masters will know a thing or two about not shaming anyone because they continue to perpetuate their stereotype in whatever soul age group land and 4D, 3D land they're in. And that's where these stories are going. If you're curious, because you are in other soul age group land, the person that was interviewed uh, asked me, I'll gladly share with you their name and uh, that link to their YouTube video. Although again, it's not really something that I would get involved in unless you're planning on staying within relationships that you're second guessing, which means you have not learned anything from these lovely stories and channeled guidances today. If you want to build functional adult love language relationships, it means you understand that every person is either on a personal development journey or not. When a person is not, they are going to fall within stereotypes, generalizations, and all of that, which is in the adaptive childland because they do not take ownership of their actions or their words. So they will not be consistent. They will loop think and ruminate and they will make up stories in their head and they will not see their structural dissociation. They will not see their inconsistencies in behavior, in words. They will not think back, oh wait, I said this and then I did that. Oh wait, I said this and then I did that. Oh wait, I did this and then I said. They will not see any of it. The ones who are instead expanding at this moment in time, they actually sit and say, let me think. So the people who chose themselves, these are the ones who are moving into their actual expanded consciousness. And so what they're doing today as we speak is not any of the shit show stuff that is in stereotype land. And yes, I'm expressing my personal opinion about the shit show stuff that is in stereotype land. Ever since I was a teenager, it's a shit show. I told my teenage boyfriend, I told my friends, I still tell them, I still tell my male friends that I can. This is bullshit, and I try to hold it back when I want to say, ah, you actually think this is being a man, just because I know that they might not be able to handle that, because I actually do believe this very firmly, which is why some of my friends, they know it. And with them, I can talk. And I say, I, I would be very much not where you're sitting right now. And all they say is, because you're not a man, Maria. It's like, yeah, well, good, good thing that I'm not then, I guess, because I definitely wouldn't want to be like what you're just doing right now, because, again, you're perpetuating this limitation as if it's something that is something you can't do anything about. And I know whose words, those, the mouth that was used and the brain that was used, it's yours. You have a name here. So you're apparently choosing to dictate a continuation of something that can be different. As long as people don't see the potential for different predictions, they've not done anything from their mind that keeps the score of how they interpret the body and the world, there you go, limited consciousness all over it. 
So people who are not limited, what are they doing? I know who I am, what I am. I'm going to value me. I'm going to value people. I'm going to be authentic, transparent. I'm going to go to the fierce love. They go vulnerable. And on that note, I know we had a longer version of this channel guidance than I wanted, but it's okay. It's a good one. It's a good one for my lovely 5DC peeps and those of you who might want to move into the Enlightenment Soul Age group. When a person chooses their self and they come out of shame and they come into their own safe haven, secure base like this, meaning they know that they just want authentic, real deal people in their life. So they're Zen masters and they want only, at the very least, those who are able to speak a truth. Like I said, plenty of males, females that I have that speak their truth and they're constant because they take ownership of their personality traits and all of their mannerisms and they know how to be themselves because they're not trying to hide their heart. You know, when a person actually is in this space, what they do is it's a very cute thing. As people grow into becoming more of themselves, they let you know how important you are to them. They let you know how... Uh, imperfect they are in their own way of not being able to communicate or make you know that you're important to them okay and so this is done in a consistent way and that's because they do recognize how they do love and cherish the relationship they just can't show up in the exact way that they would want the ones who are moving into wanting to show up they begin to show these signs so besides just being in that here's how and why I'm inconsistent I want to try and be more consistent okay and so they have dialogues and they uh, will actively this is not just partnerships I'm talking with loved ones all people okay and you also feel it in the air by the way for my mystics we know that there are those who are doing this right now so they're choosing how to tend to their own uh, passions and drives and they're connecting with their loved ones. People who have the one in mind, they obviously, if they are the one, if that is even a thing for some of you, again, the Enlightenment Soul Age 5D Mystic is beyond this uh, concept. There is not a one, although there is a one in the sense of when you know what is the ideal vibration that you are, Okay, so here, I'm going to break it down this way. Because for our 5D mystics, this is the difference about the whole one thing. It is mind, it is heart, it is body. And the optimal vibration is enlightenment. And that means a functional adult with compassion beyond reason, which equates a secure attachment human being who is their Zen master. And so they're always a spice of life because life doesn't get them down. And if they're not there just yet, they will know it and they speak it because they're still a Zen master, because they're actually actively learning about how to speak and act because they've chosen their self to be the best version of their self every day. They're not going to waste one second of any more of those 24 hours in any place except for love. So consistent showing up. And that's every day something new. And every day they learn more. And every day they work with those charge states that still are present. And every day they grow more excited about life and more intrigued. And so when you meet that vibration, that would be 
an ideal the one, but again, we don't have a one. Although, if you hear previous episodes, uh, when was it? A year or two ago? I think we do talk about uh, moving beyond the one. There was certain episodes, so we were already moving to this space of now because for the 5D mystics, especially those who move into the Enlightenment Soul Age group, you all will have either uh, moved, how can I break this down? You will have understood that you are the person who allows yourself to heal and grow and become the version of the self of you, which is always in your own heart and your own mind. You cherish your family, all of them. You don't point fingers at them if they're adaptive children. If they're narcissists, sociopaths, it doesn't matter. You don't point fingers at your family for having unresolved trauma or if it's structural because the, for the psychopaths, there's a structural situation going on. You go to therapy if you need to with these people. If there's anything, you don't do the uh, boundaries that are from adaptive childland because those are unhealthy. You do what are actual boundaries from functional adult land. It's flexible. We meet each other. We talk. We Look how to handle when we get into our emotional triggers. If you get angry and you yell at me, I'm not going to break it down in a way that you can't yell at me anymore. No, we're going to say, okay, maybe sometimes you could work with this. So we work with each other and with our quirks because that's exactly what it is to be in a family. Unless there's physical threat. If there's physical threat, then there's firm action taken. We're going to go now to get good therapy and you better not do it ever again. Otherwise, you're going to, you know, take it to the legal step. So these are extreme examples, and I only use them because at the end of the day, no 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group gives up on their loved ones. We do not ever abandon ship, and because there are 5D educators out there and there are services out there to help people to move out of their unresolved trauma, there's ways for us to help people who have, for example, bursts of anger, okay? Now, if people don't choose their self and they perpetuate their cycle of shame, blame, fault, revenge, this will become clear. If you are a 5D mystic or just a person who's a functional adult, you will again use a ventral vagal tone. Make it clear. Terry Real talks about couples that go to him because they're about to break up and divorce. People who care, they don't block, unfriend, they don't do cancel out they actually know how to say we're obviously misaligning we're obviously miscommunicating we obviously have things going on right now they are very important and they're very emotional we need to sit down let's sit down and let's actually take a look at these hearts what's going on this is what fierce love is vulnerability with risk it's nobody's afraid to be rejected that's bullshit there's always a way to save relationships when people care about them because there's no breaking of a relationship and all these stories of the adaptive children land and 4D land are exactly in that. It's in people who don't care. They care about stereotypes over generalizations. These are all the non-disciples who don't even care about their compulsive friends. Okay, this is a whole other story. This should be 5D reactions to 3D, 4D. So I'm going to leave it at that since we're running out of time anyways and say... If there's one thing 5D is, is compassionate beyond a reason. You love all of your loved ones and the enlightenment vibration is what you want to be vibing and you can move into your Zen mastery. It's an integrated mind, restorative embodied self. You don't even need yoga, but if you do do yoga, you get to put into practice your ventral vagal nerve. It's toning exercises and meditation. You get to do mindfulness, mind sight, work with your cortex. So there you go. 
you lead the chatter. Inner growth is what you want. If you do inner critic, outer critic, that's a shame cycle. You deny with compulsive activity, shame cycle again. You withdraw, shame cycle. If you're not growing more social, you're not doing grown-up stuff. When we want to work with our relationships, we always find a way to support each other to be our best version because we know we all have it. And we understand heartbreak and getting stressed out and emotions because we're all humans. And nobody's going, ah, you're evil. This is all a very shitty land that 4D, again, 3D, and people who are in other soul age groups can participate in, not the functional adults. We don't do that. That's a perpetuation that is unnecessary. It's also no extremes. So like I said, dynamics, passion, yelling, all this stuff is beautiful. That's what it is to be. I have Neapolitan Italian blood in me. So there you go. Um, some people don't like passion. I would not be able to be in any type of formal <laughs> relationship. Uh, passion is part of a fierce, loving heart and spice. What's, uh, you know, bland is what I think when, when formal, those words, rigid. Oh, it's like, okay, get away from me now because you're really cold. And that reminds me, let me go hug the tree because the tree is, see, if I have to hug a rigid person versus a tree, <laughs> I'll go get the tree. But no, I won't. I'll still hug the person because that might melt them a little bit into, you know, their softness. And actually, yeah, they might uh, feel their ventral vagal because when we hug each other, we get to activate our social engagement system. So I'm kidding. I'm teasing you guys all right now. Share the love. Be encouraging. Support each other. And if you need help, you guys know where to find me. I have plenty of sources to get you to the right people that can help any serious situations. Take them seriously somatic sensory motor good trauma experts good ones the ones who take emotions seriously and talk about compassion not the other ones the ones who talk about body and mind so they also have neuroscience background they also have again compassion in the forefront because that means they know about how shame needs to be dissolved it's very important looking forward to being back with you in the meantime for anybody who's new welcome and i hope you come back again for more have a great day